Before we start the show, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your support. This podcast is a labor of love, and we are so grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share a praise report or a prayer request, to leave a review, or even share our pod with a friend. You mean the world to us. We recently launched a monthly sponsorship option to help us keep bringing you new episodes. So if you can, please consider subscribing. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you can't, commit to a monthly sponsorship. Please consider leaving us a review or sharing with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and helps us keep the show going. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints. I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another eye-popping episode of Yes, Jesus. I'm Daniel Franzese, and I'm here with my bestie, Azariah Southworth. You can just relax in the pew-pew-pews, because here at Yash Jesus, we believe God's love extends beyond your eyelashes. It's okay to spend more time on your face than on your knees. Now listen up. We're going to get right into some <laughs> Christian news. The Grammy-winning Christian band Switchfoot released a TikTok video with a supportive message for the LGBTQ community. Now, quick check. Do we know who Switchfoot is? Do I know who Switchfoot is? <laughs> Honey, if you don't know who Switchfoot is, then you have been not paying attention to your Jesus music. Just starting the day off on the wrong foot. You better switch foot. <laughs> exactly. Well, the TikTok post is in response to Simler, a former guest on Yas Jesus, and the first out queer artist to go number one on the Christian charts. Do we remember her? How yes. could you forget? She's unforgettable. Simler posted a video asking the band about their stance toward LGBTQ inclusion. Simler is a big Switchfoot fan, as was I in high school, which is why she wanted to get some clarity about whether a band she loves is going to love her back. Ooh, this sounds like a churchclarity.org moment, but for like Christian bands, I support that. Yes. Let's see who's and- who. Show up. Exactly. And and asking for clarity from, from them is important. So here's the quote from the response that Switchfoot gave. Um, this is from the lead singer, John Foreman. He said, yes, I support your rights and freedoms. I want you to feel loved and supported. Love and embraced have love and embrace have always been central to our story and our song. We need our differences. Well, how nice is that? But that wasn't enough for Semler. Mm. She pushed to make sure that there was an absolute clarification here. We want clarity. Here's her response. I am interpreting what you said as being affirming. If I am incorrect in that, then I really hope you would only clarify. Because I think for many queer people of faith, the bait and switch of hearing such encouraging words like yours and then finding out that it means something else can be heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's you. Yeah, Simler was actually planning to attend a Switchfoot concert and yelling, gay rights, to see how the band would respond. But it seems that this TikTok plan took over instead. And it got a response from John Foreman of Switchfoot. And here's what he said. I'm so glad that you were there last night. In fact, it breaks my heart to think that you would not be accepted. Let me correct that. You and your journey and your story are welcome at a Switchfoot show. Our music has always been for anyone who is open-minded enough to jump into the dialogue. Agnostic, atheist, consumerist, Jewish, Muslim, doubters, believers, haters, lovers, LGBTQ+, and everyone else who is brave enough to look for meaning. Okay. All right. How do you feel about that, Azzy? I, 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 I think naming it is important. 
So Mm -hmm. that I think does give us some clarity in, you know, the circles that, you know, we can feel safe enough to enter. And I feel a little bit safer entering a switchfoot circle now, even though not everyone in that circle may be the safest place for me. But you know what? I get to be the light. I get to be the witness. So it's nice to know that they're, they're saying you're welcome here. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's really the way at where all, all love begins just being welcoming and open. So good. That is, that's a great, it's a praise moment. I believe in that. Um, Okay. So one more piece of gay Christian news and our very own Meredith Polly has been promoted. (laughs) (laughs) She's now a producer on Yash Jesus and always has been. Uh, we can't do it without you. Yay, Meredith. Go, girl. You go. Meredith, do you, do you want to have too many words? Too many words. I don't have a speech prepared, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good enough. They just wanted to hear your lovely voice. Thank you for all that you do. And we're so happy to have yeah. you officially as our producer. <laughs> you guys, that is something to be thankful for. And if you have something extra that you want to thank God about, but you need a little bit of help, just submit it to our uh, praise report and we'll praise it with you and say hallelujah with you. But we have a prayer request that tells us about it. Yeah, this prayer request comes from John. John says, Hi, Daniel and Azariah. My name is John. And on July 18th, I will marry my partner, Josh. Well, we congrats, are so excited. Congratulations. I had a congratulations. <laughs> we are so excited and happy to be able to have a few family and friends with us on that day. My prayer request is that my parents are conservatives and against our relationship. And old friends from their church have started messaging me, trying to dissuade us from marrying and calling my salvation into question. So John is asking for prayer for this. John, you're not alone. Um, This is a situation we've heard before. And, you know, it is a very difficult thing. But as we always see here on the show, my advice would just be to be an example of love. Show them at that wedding how in love the two of you are, and uh, God is love, and that is, that will over that will over prevail anything that anyone could ever say to you. Yeah, shine your light and be the witness, honey. Absolutely, absolutely, and and honestly, like when that happens, you know, anything could be possible. God, you just have to have the faith of a mustard seed. Your family could come around. Just continue to just meet them with grace and understanding and patience, and um, anything is possible. This is someone who calls himself the Dirty Minister. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> <Like a mark. laughs> hey, Daniel and Azariah. First, I have absolutely fallen in love with your podcast. It has taught me so much and brings me so much life to my, to my faith. The way you both bring energy, excitement, and a new perspective for me to scripture every week has reinvigorated my faith. I'm currently working on my own creative outlet, trying to engage conversation around sex and faith. I post a sermon-like blog every Sunday morning that is more focused around sex and Christian faith. I'm currently working on a new idea to give confessions. I believe confessions are an integral part of our faith community experience, and I want to show what it could look like outside of the generic repeated prayer every week. My first confession is about my history of homophobia. As I'm trying to stay anonymous these days, I wasn't sure who to share this with. I don't have anyone in my personal life that I want to know about my writings at the moment, as I fear some of my content is too explicit. If my church ever saw it, I could lose my job. While I believe my work is worth losing a job over, I'm not ready to take that leap right now for my family's sake. Blessings to you and for all you do for God's kingdom, the dirty minister. Wow, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong in this situation with remaining anonymous. I think that definitely, like, um, you know, 
it takes different things to do different kinds of ministries. So if you feel like you're reaching people that need to hear your message, do it any way that God is telling you to do it, especially if it means that your safety and livelihood. And I don't think you have to worry about a duality of that because you're on a you're on a higher calling. So I think that that's, and, and, and let's praise that. I mean, this was a praise report. You're not looking for advice, but <laughs> I definitely <laughs> wanted to say that we are here for you. And it did sound, I did hear a little tinge in, in the tone of the letter when you were talking about losing your job or anything like that. That's a fear that nobody should have, especially in this day and age, and especially when you're doing such good work. So keep it going and God bless you. Yeah. And uh, send you guys, the link. Yeah. And send Asi the link. Anything with dirty and menace, I mean, religious <laughs> trade, it's all the same. Um, you guys are definitely from the same tribe. Alright, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back with the scripture of the day. Hey Yazzie, it's time for the It's soul food. It's probably good because it's from Proverbs. Let us know what's going on, Azzy. Proverbs 9, 1 through 6. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her animals. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table, honey. And she has sent out her servant girls. She calls from the highest places in town. You that are simple, turn in here. To those without sense, she says, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Lay aside immaturity and live and walk in the way of insights. Yes! I am so into that. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, you guys, we love ourselves a queer icon. Mm -hmm. So right here... Right now on Yas Jesus, we are instituting a semi-regular theme of mm. queer saints. And these saints don't always have to be queer, but they're folks who have that queer sensibility, that, yes. that delicious ally-ness. Yes, and we did this already with our dear Saint Dolly Parton. That's right. Don't forget the saint, Saint Dolly Parton. <laughs> yes, our queer Saint Dolly Parton. And we are going to do it again today. With Tammy Faye Messner, or also known as Tammy Faye Baker. That's right. Tammy Faye. This is a really mm-hmm. relevant time. She's of the moment. Yes, she she is, is of the she moment. She is the moment. She, she is, is the, the moment. moment. Olivia Rodrigo, step aside. It's Tammy right. Faye Baker. Okay? While we are recording this, there's a new film out, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Azariah, you got to go to a premiere screener, so... You know, before we get into the backstory of Tammy Faye, let's hear about this event that you went to. Super fancy. What was it like? Who was there? What swag did you get? Honey, let's talk about what we wore first, okay? What did we wear? Because I invested time into what I was going to wear. You wore I a was, vest? It was, like, no, I wore a bright pink blazer with shoulder pads because that's what Tammy would have wanted. <laughs> you were but it was between it was, it was between that or fur with a diamond necklace that she also wore. So, okay. but I, I did a bright pink uh, fluorescent blazer. Now, Azzy, you were all decked mm-hmm. out to the ninth, but I have to yes. ask, like, what was the movie like? Well, first of all, who was there? Okay, okay, okay. The House of Avalon walked in. Oh, honey. we saw the House Simone of was there. We, Simone was there. Mark uh, Monroe. Good was there. I don't know who that is. Um, 
<laughs> who else is there? Uh, uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, Stephen Peters. No, Steve okay. Peters. Let me get his name right. Steve Peters was there. And he his story is portrayed in the movie. We've had him on Yes, Jesus. He offered up a prayer in one of our episodes. But Steve was a minister with the MCC Church, the first LGBTQ denomination to ever start um, in the in the world. And so he was a minister with them for years and years. And uh, back in the 80s, he was diagnosed uh, with, with HIV and then it became AIDS. And so his story is portrayed in the movie because Tammy Faye interviewed him on her show back in the 80s at the height of the AIDS epide- epidemic, right? Which and so it was groundbreaking. groundbreaking. Yeah. And she was advocating for Christians to be the salt of the earth and to love them and to not ostracize them or to demonize them. And uh, What a and fabulous so, argument for her sainthood. Honestly. And so Steve was there. And so I got to finally meet him and chat with him. And he's going to come back on the show. He agreed to come back oh, on I the show. Oh, I love that. So, um, so yeah, uh, it was a lovely time. The movie, though, oh, my God, Jessica Chastain's performance. Yes. Was so we should go see it. We should amazing. go see it. You should absolutely see it. Go okay, see we it. should definitely go see it. Yes, 100%. Her I performance is stunning. I mean, you're a, a big Tammy Faye fan, so you're you're a big Tammy Faye fan. Do you think that yes. she that Jessica Chastain did it justice? She really did because she really wanted to, and she did because that's where her heart was, and her performance gave that, and she really redeemed Tammy Faye's narrative um, that the media gave her uh, and gave Tammy Faye the wrong, awful narrative. But uh, Jessica Chastain did an excellent job of redeeming well, that. I am so sure that we're going to hear way more about this film as we go along. Yes. And I want to, believe me, I am like chomping at the bit. But I think it's important to tell people, especially those youngins out there, who Tammy Faye Mesner was. Now, let's give her a little bit of history here. Okay, so one other thing that you should know, there's another film called The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which was a documentary that World of Wonder also made about her life that was narrated by RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the film that we're talking about with Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield that that was based on. So it's a it's a fictionalized version of the documentary of the same name. And they did that with the documentary Party Monster and the movie Party Monster that I was also in. They're documentarians and that sometimes make films of their documentaries. But this is a fabulous one that you have to check out. Yes, it's it's fantastic. And we also want to share this fun fact. Tammy Faye was born in International Falls, Minnesota, which is where... The freaking deacon, Ross Murray, of Yes, Jesus, is also from. So Ross, um, Icons only. Icons, icons only. only falls. <laughs> We're not some basic domestic falls. We are international and icons only. That is right. But Ross shared that his aunt was in Tammy Faye's high school class. Oh, wow. So, yes. And, of course, she has some relatives still in the area. So, yes, our freaking deacon, is connected to the Miss St. Tammy Faye. Can we get a hallelujah? Hallelujah, and not just the eyeliner. You know, Tammy Faye and her husband, uh, Jim Baker, were pioneers in televangelism. Got to give them credit mm-hmm. for that. They created PTL, which could stand for uh, Praise the Lord or People That Love. I like people that love better. Um, but I know today we are used to TBN and Christian television, but this really was the first the first of its kind, they really started Christian television and it was brand new and totally innovative to use television as a medium for preaching worship and evangelism. And their show was massively popular, massively reaching 20 million people a day around the world. So another thing that seems so common today, but was brand new 
Jim Baker was constantly lifting up his partners, which were viewers who donated to the show. So much like a, a, a crowdfunding Kickstarter, sort of uh, a Patreon, you know, like we're all doing with our monthly sponsors. Remember, you can support us here at Dash Jesus <laughs> by donating to our Patreon, yes. uh, just like that. And I will come to your door and make out with you. That's that's our love right. gift that's to you. That's what it takes. <laughs> that's that's what what it takes. <laughs> uh, I think we just lost a few people, but <laughs> but just like that, the idea to ask viewers or listeners came from Jim and Tammy Faye. Now, through all this, Jim Baker was really the leader. He was the man, the star, the pastor. Mm-hmm. Tammy mm-hmm. Faye was supposed to be the doting wife, following whatever her husband was doing. Yes, and she did her own segments on the network that they created and wacky segments like puppet shows. And Tammy Faye interviewed Steve Peters, an AIDS patient in the eighties. And uh, when at the time when the virus was a source of nationwide discrimination. So that was a big move to do uh, during that time. And everyone was scared of, of AIDS and, and catching it and, you know, so many conspiracy yeah, theories. They were, of it they were always trying to do big moves and get ratings. And and Jimmy's the popularity of the show to create other projects. Probably the biggest one uh, was Heritage USA, a biblical mm-hmm. theme park. <laughs> yes, this this park, which included a twelve acre water park, a recreation a recreation of the upper room where Jesus had his last supper before the crucifixion, and also. The day of Pentecost happened, right? Um, oh, At its height, the park was 10 times larger than Disneyland in California and uh, 20 times larger than the Magic Kingdom in Florida. The bakers envisioned it as a pilgrimage site. Um, Azzy, I have to ask, have you been? You know, I wish I could say I was, but um, I was not. My parents were PTL partners, though, and they still have some of the memorabilia. Um, but I, I did not get to go because it was a little bit before my time. I was born in 86, the year that the scandal went down. So, um, but so sadly it's no longer around and it's just in disrepair now. So it's not coming back. (laughs) So, um, okay. So all of the stuff that we talked about, including the film Mm -hmm. being part what about this makes Tammy Faye a queer icon? She just seems like she's going along with her pastor husband. Well, I think what makes Tammy Faye a queer icon is not just her fashion, but the fact that she embraced the LGBTQ community in a way that no one else in her evangelical world was. Um, But what really rocked Tammy Faye's world was um, the allegations against Jim Baker, uh, her husband. And Jim Baker was convicted of mail and wire fraud. But then also there were allegations that Jim raped a young woman named Jessica Hahn, who worked for the ministry and then used ministry funds to pay for her silence um, before she went public with it. Wow, that sounds familiar. This was all over pop culture at the time. Yes. And this sadly became a major pattern. Uh, so there was a lot of church hush money flowing around. Uh, so this, so. At this point, this is when Jim and Tammy Faye got divorced, right? Not quite. Um, Tammy divorced. Tammy stayed with Jim um, because she really believed that there, I mean, Jerry Falwell created, fabricated a lot of misinformation around this and caused a lot of confusion around what was done. And, um, and I 
Tammy really didn't believe that Jim did everything, I think. So she stayed with him for a while until she couldn't anymore. But it was when Jim and Tammy Faye turned from being pioneers to being jokes. Um, Jim was considered a grifter and people started making fun of Tammy Faye's eye makeup. And I'm sure it was painful for her than losing her husband and her platform, even her... Yeah, Jerry um, followed a horrible man. This is the guy who died. Honestly. I can't even say his name. Um, who died in 2007, and then his son took over and just resigned in the last couple of months, actually, from most of all his positions at Liberty University after taking photos drunk with his pants unbuttoned with a school employee. And that's just one thing that he did. He's, he, he, too, followed in his father's deplorable legacy. Um, but this is when Tammy Faye stopped being Jim's doting wife and really stepped out to become her own person. And she hosted her own talk show with Jim Bullock um, called the Jim Jay and Tammy <laughs> Faye watched, show. I watched that show. I loved it. Yeah. It was a daytime talk show full of wacky segments like goat milking contests. <laughs> and it was completely different side of Tammy Faye, one where she got to be in on the joke rather just than just the butt of the joke. This sounds so much like Dolly Parton. She's got an iconic look, the mascara, mm-hmm. and now she's leaning into that look and just saying, hey, this is who I am, and I'm going to go with it all the way. Yeah, and we see that portrayed in the movie. Um, and Tammy kept her heavy makeup look, realizing it was part of what made her who she was. I think this little fact shows what a compassionate queer icon she is. Jim, Jim, well, Jim J. Bullock was gay. Mm-hmm. And Tammy Faye, the first lady of televangelism, was doing a talk show with an openly gay guy. And then yeah. Jim contracted HIV and she kept going and doing the show. Mm-hmm. I just think that's incredible. Jim Bullock said that he never saw an ounce of judgment in Tammy Faye. Mm. Now listen to what Jim Bullock said about Tammy Faye's compassion. He said, I can remember many times Tammy knocking on my dressing room door, coming in, and just holding me. She knew what I was going through. She loved Sean. And so she was right there with me as much as she could be. Tammy Faye had to leave the show after being diagnosed with colon cancer. Uh, She would appear at pride parades and did a little more reality TV. They also did a second follow-up documentary called Tammy Faye Death Defying. Yeah, that's a good one to watch as well. Put that in your queue. Um, But the couple has children uh, so Jim and, and Tammy did have children. Uh, Jim Baker and Tammy Faye had children, including Jay Baker, who is also a pastor. He started the Revolution Church, uh, and he's an LGBTQ affirming guy who has spoken out in support of LGBTQ people himself. In fact, he and I spoke at an event together back in 2010 for um, Mel White's Soul Force organization in Philadelphia. And her ex-husband, Jim Baker is not LGBTQ affirming and he's still out there making a name for himself. He's probably the best known today for selling doomsday supplies and predicting that it's the end of the world. Yeah. He's basically rebuilt his empire out in Branson, Missouri. (laughs) So homegirls in Branson still doing her thing, trying to build another heritage 2.0. Honestly, honestly, it really is. And so of course, Jim Baker's there. And uh, he recently got in trouble with the state of Missouri. The attorney general for the state of Missouri came after him because he was peddling this COVID cure on his show. It was some sort of silver drink, something silver. And uh, he said that it would cure COVID to his viewers. So, Jim, 
God bless you. Such a snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, I mean, help at least him. Henry Pay gave you some of the snake oil to remove the makeup back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Um, but you know, Tammy Faye put up with all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And sadly we did lose our queen, our icon, our ally, our friend in 2007. Uh, I remember that day I was uh, visiting a friend who was working in a hospital and CNN was on the hospital and, um, she was a friend of Larry King. And this was back when Larry King still had a show on CNN and she and her husband, uh, Ray Messner, Roy Messner, I think his name is, went on CNN and it was her last appearance on TV. It was just hours before she passed. And my mom even saw it and she remembers seeing that and just, you know, realizing that's not Tammy. You know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't look like Tammy anymore. And so just yeah, hours later, she and on television right mm-hmm. into the very end, like a queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Honestly. she's a queer saint. All hail St. Tammy Faye. All hail. Oh, you guys, listen. For this week's Tide Love Offering Charity Act of Good, compliment someone on their makeup. Yeah, it's what Tammy Faye would have wanted. Yeah, let someone know that their makeup, their clothes, all look so good. People just need a little compliment in their lives. Don't be creepy. Be genuine. Yeah, keep it real. Listen, you guys, you know, people may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other, learning from each other and vibing regularly, then you don't have a community. So we want a community here. So please reach out to us. We just want to know who you are. We want to feel your presence. We have a new segment. We want to spread the love to other queer Christian music and artists. If you're a queer Christian musician and you want us to play one of your songs, send us an email to contact at yashjesuspod.com with a link to where we can find mp3 files of the songs that you want us to consider. Now, everyone, we want to thank you so much uh, for t- we thank Tammy, thank Tammy Faye. There's a lot of, you don't people don't realize what allies uh, can do for an a, a, a underprivileged community. I mean, LGBTQ people, especially at that time, we were persecuted for the AIDS crisis and looked at uh, and shunned away from a lot of pop culture. And for Tammy Faye, especially in male-dominated Christian space, to stick up for queer people and and make gay people feel like they were worthy, it was a very important thing. So we'd like to thank God for giving us Tammy Faye. Uh, you're in our closing prayer, Lord. We want to thank you. Please, let's bow our heads and thank God for queer icons. Queer icons who out themselves there for televangelists who love and embrace the LGBTQ community. We want to thank God for Tammy Faye, who paved the way for little podcasts like ours. God, we want to pray for John and his wedding and for finding the love of his life and hopefully the acceptance within his family. If his biological family cannot support him, Lord, then we hope that he can form a chosen family that will. Yes, and we give thanks for the dirty minister for his self-examination and confession. Let his heart be cleansed and his confession informed, educated, and inspire others. And for our badass friend Simler, who continues to push the evangelical community to speak out in love and support the LGBTQ community. And when the response is too wishy-washy, we're pushing for clarity. Yes, God, we're so grateful for clarity. And God, we want to give thanks for our producer, Meredith. Yes. And for her well-deserved promotion. Amen. We are so happy to have you, Meredith. And we're so happy to have you join us all tonight. Thank you for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod. 
or on our website at yashjesuspod.com. Hey, if you like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. You can find a link to do so in the show notes. And if you haven't yet, please leave us a review or share it with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and keep this show running. Yes, I need to feed my cats. You know what? You can also leave an audio prayer request and praise report. I don't have any cats, actually. On our website at yasjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yasjesuspod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just an invitation to feed us rice. <laughs> Say it. Say it. I couldn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman, including my voice. I'm not even really talking. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Volley. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Ispon. Yes, Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, God loves you just as you are, and so does Tammy Faye. So keep praising the Lord, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>